One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Now, last week, Professor Luke O'Neill, the Trinity College immunologist, says now is the time for the Irish government to bite the bullet and introduce widespread COVID-19 antigen testing. He believes it will be a fantastic weapon against coronavirus. Fianna Fáil MEP Billy Kelleher is also calling for a rollout of the antigen test, uh, testing. And uh, he joins me on the line from Brussels to explain more. Good morning to you, Billy. Good morning, Patricia. Uh, Billy, and before we get to the antigen uh, t- testing, can I just take you back to what happened in the EU on uh, Friday night? And has uh, the European Commission, have they now learned serious lessons when they decided to to trigger, try to trigger Article 16 of the Brexit Withdrawal Agreement? Well, you would certainly hope so. I mean, look, the, the Brexit Withdrawal Agreement um, was a very contentious issue. And in terms of the discussions on the island of Ireland, you know, uh, the Northern Ireland Protocol uh, was inserted into that particular agreement. And that was done for a number of reasons to ensure that we have no hard border on the island of Ireland. So Article 16, by its very essence, is a, a political article in many ways uh, to ensure that the Good Friday Agreement is underpinned which would allow um, free movement of goods and service between north and south, and that there would be no customs or, um, or, or any trade barriers between uh, the two jurisdictions on the island. And then the idea was equally that, look, any teething problems in terms of the difficulties between Northern Ireland and Great Britain would be resolved over a period of time. But, you know, by triggering Article uh, 16, certainly the Commission did uh, untold damage uh, in terms of, you know, ramping up uh, people's perceptions of the protocol and the Article uh, 16 and the impact that it's having on uh, movement of goods between Britain and Northern Ireland. So it it, it has politicised it again, unfortunately, at a time uh, when we were hoping that we could just get it bedded down to the point where, you know, any teething problems that were causing difficulties in Northern Ireland... uh, could have been sorted out. Yeah. I think also, you know, the fact that our own Taoiseach, Micheál Martin, saying he was blindsided by what happened, that he hadn't been given any advanced notice by the EU, that in itself was shocking. Yes, well, I mean, look, the, the entire uh, apparatus of the European Union in terms of the Council and uh, the Parliament were completely blindsided. This was an internal Commission decision. They're the ones that would be obligated to do it. But if you look at the Article 16 and, um, you know, how you trigger it, there is meant to be discussion. It's mm. meant to be, you know, debated. It's meant to go before a joint committee. There's meant to be discussions around this particular issue. Obviously, this happened on the Friday last. It was decided by the Commission to invoke Article uh, 16, without any discussions either with the, the Taoiseach, the political groupings in Northern Ireland, 
or the UK Prime Minister as well. And equally as importantly, from our perspective here in the Parliament, uh, we have a joint committee. We have members on that on that uh, joint committee uh, to oversee uh, the workings of the agreement between the UK and the European Union. And we weren't told either. Well, okay. I was, I'm not in that committee, but the parliamentary members weren't told. So overall, it was very badly handled. And we have to find out why this is the case, because, you know, this was just done for vaccines. But like if we have a commission that, you know, can invoke Article 16 whenever it feels like it, uh, it is just a very dangerous precedent, in my view, because it undermines the concept of what we're trying to achieve on the island as well. Well, hopefully, as I said at the outset, hopefully lessons can be learned from it and that it never happens again. Okay, let, let me go back to the antigen test, which we invited you on on the programme for. Now, Billy, this is not the first time you've called on the government to introduce this, ty- this type of testing regime. Why do you personally believe that it's important? Well, look, I, I believe from uh, what we're trying to do, is, which is to drive down the numbers of uh, COVID-19 infections across the, the community. Uh, it is still a challenge out there. So, I mean, every uh, particular weapon in the arsenal that we can use to fight uh, the pandemic should be used. So we're in a vaccination programme. Now we're doing the most vulnerable groupings, uh, frontline healthcare workers, and over a period of time that will broaden out into, into society. But we will still have outbreaks. We will still have, uh, you know, people moving in out of the country. And I just think that while the PCR test is the most accurate test, because that test from a time... Uh, and, you know, identifies a person from the time they have contracted it to the time that they are no longer infectious. The antigen test is slightly different. It only identifies while you're infectious. In other words, when you actually can transmit. But I do believe that it should be used in conjunction with PCR testing. So, for example, if you had a major outbreak in an area uh, and you wanted to rapidly test either in a a congregated setting where you had groups of people, like in a nursing home, or in a, a school facility, or in a factory, that you could move in quickly, do your antigen testing, identify people who are infectious immediately. Bear in mind, you have the results back in 15 minutes. Mm. Uh, you can also PCR uh, test as well, but that is more expensive and more cumbersome. And I just believe it should be used in conjunction, not as a replacement. Is it's it been successfully used, used in other countries? Well, look, the World Health Organization uh, recommend that it should be used in conjunction with testing and tracing and with PCR, with social distancing and all the other guidelines. But in Ireland, for some reason, we have just completely uh, dismissed the concept of uh, using antigen testing as part of our arsenal against the fight against uh, the pandemic. Uh, And uh, I'm not quite sure why, uh, but like if you look at over Christmas uh, into the new year, you know, we had to um, abandon the uh, tracing element because, and the testing and tracing element because it'd be just, you know, we had been snowed under in terms of the numbers of people contacting the authorities, uh, looking for testing, and then the tracing was just... In a, in a case like that, I believe antigen testing could become complementary. In other words, it was an outbreak in an area or in a family home even, for example, and you couldn't test and trace everybody that had been in contact uh, with the PCR. At least the antigen could identify initially a few people who are infectious and then you could isolate those and then you could do a broader uh, PCR test on others as well. And what's, so what's, the, cost, what's the cost like on them and, and how do you take the test? Well, it's a swab like, um, it's a swab test like uh, the PCR test okay. but it only identifies uh, while the person is infectious. Uh, it's very cheap. I mean, 
you know, you know I, you can see that there can be bought 12 for 150 euros. I'm quite sure if you were bulk buying, you could get them for an awful lot less yeah. and you could have the results within 15 minutes. So I think it would just be complimentary and it would, it would allow the authorities uh, to have, um, you know, more testing uh, when there is a potential out- or when there is an outbreak identified. And um, now I, I have noticed in their more recent commentary, uh, Neffet and others are beginning to mention that antigen testing uh, could be or should be looked at. But the world, like, I, I, I'm, the reason I'm raising this is because, you know, I've looked at the literature. Uh, I'm not interpreting the literature. I'm just relaying what experts are saying in terms of the World Health Organization and even in the European uh, Centre for Disease Control and the European Commission. They're all saying it should be used as, as part and parcel. So if you had a major outbreak uh, in, a, in a factory setting, or in a setting where you have a lot of people uh, congregated, well, you could win. You could rapidly test. Yeah, and get in there and identify the ones uh, that are. Yes, that are infectious. Yeah, infectious, but, but possibly not I showing any them. symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I think you're right, and I think your, your, your phrasing is right. It's, a, it's another weapon in the arsenal, and anything we can put into that arsenal, we should be throwing into it. You see, yes, I mean, like, Patricia, we're, we're nearly at the cusp of, of getting to the stage where, you know... Um, we will be able to go back to normality. So, like, you'd be hoping by the middle of the summer that there will be some element of normality creeping back into society. But what we don't want is to end up with a second lockdown in in, in in 2021 or even a third lockdown uh, into the summer. So, like, we are in a very challenged position now. The figures are coming down. There's good public compliance. And what we want to do is to try and unwind this lockdown in a, in a manner that won't have an increase in the number of COVID cases again where we're forced to lock down again in, in April or May uh, before the vaccines take, uh, you know, allow us to unwind. Uh, nobody COVID wants COVID. that, for sure. For sure and, nobody and wants that. that. Is just, okay. uh, and like, we, like, I know people are complaining about the vaccines and I, I've been very critical as well of the European Commission in terms of the rollout. But, you know, Pfizer-BioNTech have announced now that they are going to increase capacity. So there should be an extra um, 800,000 plus uh, vaccines available to Ireland in the second quarter and hopefully other vaccines will be approved as well. So while, you know, they were slow and a little tardy initially and criticism was justified, uh, you know, companies and the European Union or the European Commission are responding uh, to that criticism and bringing forward a creative ways of manufacturing additional vaccines okay. like use for companies and things like that. So okay, look, on that, uh, on that positive note. Days of note, spring, so yeah. spring... Uh, <laughs> Yes, indeed. We'll, we'll end on the positive note. Listen, thank you for the that, uh, Bill, uh, Billy, and uh, stay safe. And thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning thank to you. you. Bye bye. Good morning to you. That is uh, MEP uh, for the South, uh, Billy Kelleher, joining us live on the line from Brussels. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.